You are listening to the Phoebe's podcast and my name is Sylvia Maral. To know more about Phoebe's, visit our web at www.phoebe's.org and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. Please subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned. Good day, everyone. Join me to welcome Kike Fernandez to this episode of today after the summer break. Kike is a Phoebe's board member and international business manager at Hyperinform. Well, today we are going to talk about the role of business information providers in risk management for micro and small and medium enterprises. According to the last installment of the study on credit risk management in Spain, supported by Iberinform and Atradius, Credit y Calcion, only 34% of the Spanish companies have their own credit risk committee. This might seem odd considering the macroeconomic situation in the country and especially taking into consideration that in 2021, 58% of the companies participating in this study had such structures in place. More strikingly, 37% of companies do not use solvency criteria to select clients. And even more shocking, 11% of companies do not have any specific professional in charge of risk analysis. Well, Kike, welcome again. And what can you say about this short introduction, these figures? Hello, Sylvia, and good day to everybody listening to us. It's always great to be back on the Phoebe's podcast. So, yeah, this, uh, this is very interesting data, and it brings me to the conclusion that we as business information providers, we are often some kind of outsourced risk analysis structure for most of our clients, especially the micro and small and, and medium companies. And, well, in, in that case, why is this the case? I would think that there is not just one, one single reason. I'd like to talk about the, the three that I find most, most, uh, most relevant. The first one is that there's been a traditional disconnect between sales and finance. Are those two departments normally are two different animals within a company. Sales people, we as I'm in sales, normally are just focused on meeting our target, meeting our sales quota, and the finance people are only uh, worried about cash flows and bank accounts and, and other things. And there's this disconnect that we don't really, this brings me to the next conclusion, we don't really know what is the effect of the sales activity and the lack of risk, uh, risk analysis on the life expectancy of a company. And I'm and, and jumping straight right into the second reason, which is, I mean, there is a cultural lack of knowledge on financing for companies, not speaking about this big corporate financing on when you value with companies and and get ready for an M&A process, but most on the day-to-day -day operative finance, finances that you don't really, most people don't know the effect that the increase on DSOs, the increase of um, stocks in the company, the big effect that all of this has on the, on the health of the finance, on the financial health of the company and in the as I said, on the life expectancy 
of the um, company and and the third reason is that uh, normally there's a element of personal trust between the the more long-standing customers for us and as a teacher in business school i used to say that the definition of the strategic co customer it is the one that uh, makes you lose a lot of money so whenever we have a or we had a long business relationship with a company and and you build that element of trust you cannot turn a blind eye to this to the risk alerts or the um, signs that might might tell you that this company is not doing as good as it, it used to be there's many more reasons but i would say it and not and not to have a super long podcast that these three are, are the main ones okay very interesting so you would say that uh, yeah sales and finance should be more aligned that we should be uh, aware of uh, the impact of day uh, sales outstanding, how, how it can be impacting the, the, yeah, the healthiness of, of, of a company. And um, normally you shouldn't neglect observing also the long uh, standing uh, customers that normally are the ones you trust and then at the end of the day might uh, bring you a bad surprise, right? Indeed. Okay, well, in that case, coming back to the title of this short piece, what is the role of business information providers in risk management? Well, at the end of the day, we have come a long way since some years ago that the reports were sent by by mail address or even by fax. Now we, we are more technological companies. We provide super complex web-based products, we have the capacity to turn super hard to understand sorry, algorithms, business intelligence, machine learning, artificial intelligence, all these big, big words that we are used to here now into easy to understand, easy to read, easy to follow numbers, colors, letters that even for the non-savvy financial people are easily to, in to read, easy to understand and easy to take decisions on. So. At the end of uh, at the end of the day, and as we said in the first question, we are some kind of an outsourced risk department, and we provide one big intangible for for business management, with, which is trust and peace of mind. We aim to make our customers feel more at ease with the business decisions that that they take, because if not. If they don't take informed decisions, at the end of the day, they might face a financial Armageddon because of the uh, unfulfillment of the payment obligations by uh, by the customers of our customers. So I would say that we as an industry, we, we play a pivotal role on, on how the trade goes around, I would, I would say. I'm sure, yeah, that is definitely the case. I mean, even if we are just maybe a piece to take into consideration when uh, when managing risk. Yes, and all of this are just in, in the palm of, of your hand uh, using technology. Not lo long gone are the days of having to wait days for a report or, or for a credit score. I mean, we need to be fast and we need to be easily accessible for the decision makers within our customers as as usual you know when it comes to technology and the, all these business uh, developments we are facing lately 
still a long way to go. Um, but we are here uh, on top of the wave, um, innovating every day for our customers. Kiki, thank you very much for participating in this uh, short episode and looking forward to have you another time in the future. Thank you very much, Silvia, and thank you very much, everybody listening to this. Thank you so much. We would love to hear your feedback and thoughts for future episodes. You have been listening to the Phoebe's podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe. Thank you for listening. 